everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Fashion Grunge Podcast. I am Lauren. I'm Jai. Hey, this is Forward Flash number 30. So this is kind of a milestone um, that we've talked for 30 episodes on movies released after 2000. So that's pretty cool. Nice, cool. Yeah. And there's still so many to do. <laughs> so there's there's actually way more to do that I can think of after the 90s, 2000. Yeah. I think mm-hmm. so. Yeah. I mean, I have a good amount of 90s things on the letterbox list, but eventually I'll end up doing some like random obscure things, maybe foreign films that will happen like mm-hmm. further down the line, probably. But yeah, maybe. And speaking of foreign films, it's not for you, but it kind of is for me. We're talking This Is England from 2006, directed by Shane Meadows, written and directed by Shane Meadows. And uh, yeah, this is, I don't want to say it's a weird one. It's not a weird movie. It's just, it's an intense movie. Yes, intense. That's a good, it's not weird. Yeah, it's just like hard to watch because it's not a movie that you kind of like see like 10 times, you know. That you want to. Yeah, it's in the vein of American History X. Uh, two films, oddly enough, I happen to own on DVD. I own this on DVD and I also own American History X. Um, but it's, and I haven't done that either, which I'm definitely going to do. But yeah, this is one of those movies that I feel like it's a favorite of mine, but not because of the subject matter. I think it's just because the acting is so on point. I mean, this is mm-hmm. a masterclass in acting and cinematography, in writing and directing. It's just really incredible um, from beginning to end, I think. And, yeah, and it it's, is. it's real. That's the another sad part well, about that, it. That's I think that's why it's quite tough because we we still experiencing this really. And like, if anything, it just feels like things are just kind of back to how they were. Like, yeah, you know. Especially the arguments that Combo makes in some of his many speeches are like the Brexit argument. I mean, well, it's, it's it's the Brexit and it's the Trump, like Trump yeah, and the Trump really, argument. It's a whole the same thing, which really we have like the first time I think we heard this was like Hitler. So like mm-hmm. it's all the same, really. He sadly like Trump is super inspired by Hitler and like the ideology and so it's the same here you know it's pretty much like even though they say they're no nazis but they yeah you're nationalists like i mean you said it (laughs) like they said it you know yeah i mean obviously yeah it's it's very specifically targeted to like brown people uh yeah anyone not white like (laughs) Like basically anyone not white and from england it seems so yeah. it's it's I have to say, what is your history with this? Like when did you first see this? Um, I watched it when it came out. Yeah. Oh, cool in the theater? Did... Uh not at the theater, no. I watched it on DVD like individual Yeah, I got the DVD actually. Um I watched it with like like a group of like five or six people. Um, what did you think when you first saw it? The same thing really. I just it really shocks me to the core. I just feel like I just find it really hard because this is like real shit. Do you know what I mean? This is mm-hmm. like a real issue. And when you, you don't really see this in London, but as you go a little bit um further out, then you, you, not that I've met people, but I have seen like the resentment and the racism. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it's the same in America when you go outside of totally, yeah, big exactly. cities where it's more integrated it 
you can come across that yeah yeah sure. or you see someone in school who like clearly is being I'm um, I don't know like not included or you hear comments about that person because of where they're from and God. yeah it's just sad it sucks it's just awful like I can't I mean in England's very specific to like I feel like in America it's like brother like in the uk especially this time and where they are it yeah they 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 are and there were a lot of indians pakistanis uh people from the caribbean like west indies you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. so it's very targeted it's literally they're not talking about like this is not religion or it or race this is literally just very specific groups you know yeah like nationalities that they just had issues with um and i hate i absolutely hate that argument i just find it i just can't i i don't really have time for it when people use this excuse that they can't get jobs because some other people some other groups are taking those jobs i just really refuse to believe it yes there was a huge number of unemployed like there was a, a really high number of unemployment but I feel like you can get a job. You just didn't want to get the jobs that were available, like cleaning or, do you know what I mean? Yeah, like anything if so you need a job. So it's really you know? easy to just kind of uh, be the, become the victim and just say, and resent the people that are actually making a life, you know, because yeah. they work hard. Like, yes, like, I don't know if you know this, but in the UK, most of all of the off-license shops, do you know what that is? um what is off license off license is just like a shop that sells sweets food can- like a like, convenience store kind of thing like a convenience store yeah and some of them also sell alcohol okay a lot of them um and don't ask me why because i actually don't know but most of them are owned by indians yeah oh okay and i don't know why that is i never really looked huh. into it uh but yeah so it's quite spot on like in the film you know that scene um, oh where he goes in the shop and like bursts yeah. in yeah, yeah yeah so many it's just that they came basically like a lot of uh, a large number of indian people came in the 70s to help build the railway and like oh. yeah and irish but um they obviously were encouraged to come because there was work and a lot of them stayed and so they they work really hard you know and they yeah. for some reason like i uh, set like off lights in shops and restaurants like indian food and stuff mm-hmm. so like take out places um and they're hated for that because they yeah, were able to nice. do something i guess but i i really do believe that if you want a job you can get it it's just it might not be your dream job but you know what I mean? Yeah, but you also resent... It's really crazy, too, how... I think I wrote down during one of the speeches, like, it's just... It's, like, the concept of, like, white grievance when it's, like, you, like, just want to be a victim. It's, like, you mm-hmm. want to complain. Exactly. You want to find a reason why you're not getting what someone else is, but it's not that you've done the same thing. Like, you haven't gone out and done the exact same job, and then they're getting promoted over you. Like, you're not exactly. trying, and these people are, and why do you feel like you're owed it just because of where you were born? Exactly. I think it's just that. I think it's a lot of things. I think it's definitely a resentment towards, like, someone who's doing something, someone who has 
a better life, you know, and someone who isn't from that country, and you feel like you're entitled somehow mm-hmm. because you, this is your country and you, whatever. Uh, but also, I really do believe that a lot of these people, like Combo, for example, or like it's people that had they're just really unhappy. They either didn't grow up in a loving environment, mm-hmm. or um, you know what I mean? Because like, I don't think like love and hate kind of exist, coexist. It just doesn't like that. You know, so you just can't have both. So you can't come from a loving home and be have this much much hatred. You know what no. I mean? No. So he clearly went to jail because he was getting up to no good. So you can't really blame other people for that. Those are your actions. You were either vandalizing, like rubbing people, like who knows what he was getting up Beating people up, yeah, like just aggressive. But you can tell, obviously, towards the end of the film that he's so resentful that Milky has this like big family Mm -hmm. and like he's happy and like you know what i mean he, yeah. he just can't stand it because he's not and he's like so, he has friends and he has even like a he even invites him over to his house he's like you come over anytime like my grandma will cook for you you know like not only does he have this at home he's extending that out to you and you're even more resentful that it's like someone's even yeah. doing that. It's just like, it's so compounded, you know? I just feel like when you look at like um, domestic terrorists, you know, like people that mm-hmm. committed fucked up things in America, they don't come from like a normal, happy home or, do you know what I mean? They're kind of like messed up. So you, someone normal doesn't just do that. Like it's so much easier to blame others for your happiness and to like, I don't know. It's what drives you to do the shit that they do. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's and it comes from somewhere. Like even in American History X, you see that it comes from his dad. Mm-hmm. Like you see that his dad is speaking the same way that Edward Norton ends up speaking like later, and you see, oh, this is how it's happened. Like this is not your own thought. And same with what happens when Combo comes in and comes back from jail and kind of bursts into the scene and totally disrupts this like nice normal friendship. They've taken this boy under their wing and then all of a sudden he's like, yo, this is what it is. Here's the line. You stay or go. And the guys are like, well, we're going. Like we know what you're saying is bullshit. So we're leaving. Hey, uh, Sean, you should come with us. And they're like, we don't want him brainwashed. Like, we want him to come with us. Like, you're going to brainwash him. And then, you know, of mm. course, he has no father figure at home, which creates, like, that is exactly. why he's drawn to Combo and was drawn to Woody at the same to time. Woody, yeah. It's just sad. Like, I mean, I think this is pretty much, like, based on, like, his own childhood and, and upbringing. Like, it's not entirely, yeah. like, the director's, like, but it's definitely based on ex- life experiences and things that happened when he was that age. And, like, he was definitely in that subculture, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I think the film does such an incredible job. And, like, I mean, the film is just incredibly it's, acted and yeah. everything, right? But I love that they show both sides of, like, the skinhead culture because mm-hmm. some people were in it just because of the music. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like Woody and that group, they just like the music. Yes, they got up to like no good, but it wasn't that bad. I mean, they were uh, kind of vandalizing that like, well, abandoned, like abandoned house. Yeah, abandoned flats. Yeah, they weren't exactly. hurting anybody. And yeah. they were playing around, you know what I mean? But there was definitely love in that group. Yeah. And the fact that they kind of um, 
like adoptive Sean and I kind of help him. Do you know what I mean? Um, They brought him up. Yeah, it's super sweet. But then you see this other group of skinheads that are more about like they're like nationalists and like Mm -hmm. they have a completely different mindset. Do you know what I mean? And then what triggers the whole thing is that he ends up talking about his dad and the Falklands War and how it wasn't like a true and just war and how these people di- didn't die for anything. And then that's what, that's what triggers obviously Sean to stay. Cause he's like, this is what, like, this is what this was for. Like we need to, you know, you need to make your dad proud. He needs to be proud of you and you need to stand yeah. up for your country. He and definitely then knows how to get it. to him. Like, he's only 11. I mean, I know he's just a little kid. You look a little bunch and he just knew what to say really because he's mm-hmm. just that kind of person and yeah it's just tough but wow, it is really tough i i think i i feel like this is so interesting too because yeah when I, do you watch this i think i rented oh. it on netflix dvd like when you oh, would mail okay. away which is really funny now because i read an article yesterday or the day before that netflix is actually still has this and they're stopping as of this september why do you um know? i have no idea why they're stopping it but do you know how much money they made last year on this service alone no how much? 180 million dollars why are they walking away from that i don't know what's going what, on at Netflix. what do you mean by the service dvds yeah because like, it's a separate mean? it's a separate um membership like you have netflix for streaming right you pay whatever 15 dollars a month 16 there is another add-on to the plan where you can still get dvds in the mail like you used to yeah so that we had in the uk but that's called lotfilm.com yeah. but yeah mm-hmm. i didn't know it still existed yeah like, i didn't netflix still has it and i know some people were in the article people were commenting like who still has this and then I was, I didn't comment, but in my head, I was like, I mean, if I wanted to, I would do this too, because so many things are not allowed to be streaming. There are still a lot of films that I have on DVD and people are like, why do you have DVD? I was like, cause not everything's streaming. Some of them are never Mm going to be streaming ever. So if you want to see it, you'd have to get the the actual disc. So I don't know why they're walking away from it. I don't know if it's a postage thing, but 180 million, I, I may, I don't know what it costs to run it. Like maybe it costs more to actually keep the DVD somewhere and they're just not being used as much, but 180 million is a lot for something I don't even know existed still. But um, that's how it I is, first saw but... it. And I, I, lo- hmm. I loved it. I bought the soundtrack. Um, I just, yeah, I mean, I'm kind of a little bit of, a, of an Anglophile. So I just like films about England, not necessarily like the subject matter. I don't agree with obviously the subject matter, but I just like seeing different parts of English life you know and like music yeah. and stuff like that so i was and I parts of england the, is so yeah. different up there you know yeah. versus like london it's so grim and completely different i loved it i loved the like the cinematography like the b-roll that we Me kind of too. get like the atmosphere of just you know sean so i wanted to ask you do you think that was shot in film yeah mm-hmm. it yeah. looks grainy it looks like a film it does look grainy but i don't know if that could be um let's see if i can find out i i try i look i couldn't maybe you you have better luck but you know I, how i could probably tell um how? is i could look in the credits at the end and it'll say like shot on film like at the very hmm. end they're like those seals and usually you'll say like shot on um yes it's shot on 16 okay cool yeah. okay um, yeah it Kodak, does look yeah. like he was and 
I love the cinematography, like the way things were shot. It's super cool. It's just mm-hmm. got that feel of like documentary type kind mm-hmm. of, you know what I mean? And I love the bits that you see of England at the time. Like I love see... the beginning. The mm-hmm. interest is the coolest. That the end is... too. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Everything that was happening in the 80s, you know. It reminds me. 80s. Yeah, yeah. It reminds me of uh, like the beginning of Pistol. When they yeah. do that kind of atmosphere where they show what yeah. was happening politically for in sure. the country. Yeah, Danny Boyle was for sure inspired by this. I mean, yeah, he has to be, and I'm sure Shane Meadows was inspired by Danny Boyle. <laughs> I'm sure because mm-hmm. Danny Boyle is like old school or a bit older. Yeah, because than... he's already been done like mm-hmm. making films from the nineties. Yeah, was it cool. Shallow Grave? Have you seen that? Isn't that his Danny Boyle's first one? I think Ewan McGregor's in it. I'm looking this up now. I don't think so. I don't remember that. I think it's called Shallow Grave. Um, Yeah, so that was, those are my first impressions. I was just, yeah, I bought it on DVD. I think basically because, uh, yeah, it wasn't available and I just wanted to be able to see it whenever I wanted. This was like back in the day. Yeah, Yeah. Ian McGregor is in Shallow Grave. It's from 1994. I believe that is Danny Mm. Wills' first one. Um, but yeah, it's so yeah, it's just one of those movies that also we have to, which I wrote a lot about. I mean, we have to talk about this fucking fashion. I mean, that's another big reason so why, cool. why I liked this. Yeah, cause... yeah, I think it's really funny that I don't really recognize anything else that the costume designer did, but she, uh, besides Fleabag, she styled a few episodes <laughs> of that show that I love for anyone that doesn't know it please check it out if you're into like british humor it's like the best show ever like yeah it's, it's on amazing. amazon yeah two two short seasons it's only like 30 minute like episodes um it's pretty amazing so, is it yeah. done now yeah yeah it's it, it's old it came out like 2018 i think um yeah it was only like one season but they did it in two parts Oh, so I see. Okay, so it's done, out. done. Like it's not coming. Yeah, back yeah, out. yeah. No, it doesn't oh, happen. Okay. No, no, you can't. He ended, and that's it. And it's it was a brilliant ending as well. Like just a perfect show. When you know, like I hate when they drag something because mm-hmm. it's so good, and then they just ruin it. Um, with Lever, it was just really well throughout from beginning to end, and it's just brilliant. I think. Oh, that's but, good. Yeah. But no, yeah, it's I not everyone's it. cup of tea, so yeah. Yeah, like I watched it, I wasn't into it, but maybe, uh, you know, eventually, who knows, maybe I will be at a, another time. But but yeah, I know it's on Amazon. I know I heard a lot about it. I got that mixed up with the, uh, I think it's Maisel. This is Maisel, I think, because they're, oh, both, God. they're both on at the same time. And I think oh, I would no. keep getting them mixed up. Like That's which like horrible. That's like 50s America, something like very different. Fleabag is like, actual times like oh it's not, current day current day yeah it's oh, not okay and mesa is american anyways but yeah that show like apparently it's won a lot of things it's just yeah don't get it, but yeah it's like i think everywhere. old people like it <laughs> not really I... old people like it that's funny um another oh another thing i have to say is another big reason why i think i watch this and i i think i I also I think this might this trailer of this movie might be on another DVD of a movie that I have because it's an IFC film and I used to buy a lot of IFC films um, and this would be on that IFC channel that is still on cable now but back in the early 2000s the IFC channel was so fucking cool like it's where it's where all of the really cool indie films were and if they were made in another country they were distributed and also That's I was cool. yeah and also I noticed that when I watched this DVD 
the production company said Red Envelope Entertainment, and that's Netflix. So I believe it was like one of the first, one of the first like forays that Netflix had into making films. Now Mm -hmm. they're a full on studio, but I think they were just producing at the time. Um, So that, and I think it was, it is on Netflix sometimes. This is England is. Um, And Mm. a big reason why I wanted to watch this is because ever since Snatch, which we still have to do on the podcast, I've been obsessed with Stephen Graham. And I basically... I haven't watched everything that he's been in, but I've basically like watched a lot of things because he was in it because I just love him so much as an actor. And this is why, I mean, he's amazing. He's incredible. He's incredible. Yeah. It's it's insane how good he is. I mean, he's in Pirates of the Caribbean for God's sake. And he's also in fucking boardwalk and it's, yeah, his Al Capone is he's like an actor actor mm-hmm. i mean like, he was in peaky blind i mean only for like two episodes but he was in peaky blinders and like no i wish he was in it more but i'm glad he did get just a, like a little spot though you know he's super- i've seen a little of his early indie films that he was in oh cool i love i loved him in snatch i loved him and jason statham together like i thought they were so funny just as a duo mm-hmm. they were just great they just worked so well together so I really like that. I have another thing is what is your feeling on Guy Ritchie movies now? Like, do you still watch I don't wa- I don't watch them. I don't them. watch them. Yeah, I, don't I don't watch them. I don't even things. follow what he's doing because I feel like to me, I saw a trailer for one of the new ones, but I feel like it's just the same thing. I don't. Mm-hmm. That's all I think. I'm kind of over it, you know. Yeah, it, it's not. Someone was talking to me about, I think it's that new whatever the new one's a gentleman something i don't know it's some like new story that i think they're making a whole series of and i was like no this isn't like lock stock and snatch this is like what is this like what it's like Mm. these are movies that he's kind of assigned to make it seems like not movies that he wrote but i'm sure he probably did but maybe they just feel different they just don't feel like his other ones i guess so it's kind of crazy. And this movie also won, This Is England also won a BAFTA. Um, it won a lot of things. Yeah, but... which is cool. Um, for like best British film in 2008, mm-hmm. which is yeah, really cool. Yeah, I mean. Um, Thanks for listening to the Fashion Grunge podcast. To hear the rest of this episode, go check out our Patreon. It's patreon.com slash fashion grunge. And we have 90 episodes up there, including complete series recaps of Freaks and Geeks, My So-Called Life, tons of movies, and just a ton more content. So go check it out. As always, rate, like, subscribe. Please give us five stars on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And thanks. Bye.